Paul, you know interest is high in cricket uh, when you see on the news uh, coverage of the team leaving to go overseas. That used to be at the airport. That used to be in the old days you'd oh, see that. Oh, yes, the group of reporters yes. there and well-wishers and family members waving yeah, the players off. That's right. Um, and we saw that yesterday as uh, some of the Australians at least headed off to India. Um, it's going to be a fascinating series, but we've also got the BBL last two matches. The... Uh, Challenger. Challenger and the Survivor, as I call it, the final. Um, they're coming up and to talk us through all that and perhaps even tell us who's leading the Sheffield Shield because that'll start again next week. In February 9th, we're February back in, in action. Yes, is Adam Burnett from cricket.com. Hey, Adam, how are you? G'day, guys. Yes, there's a, there's a bit on, isn't there? Oh, there is. Uh, listen, it's a sort of a... We were talking earlier in the show. It's a different preparation. Uh, much has been made of the fact there's no lead-up game in India, um, uh, but Andrew McDonald, the team, are very comfortable with that. But also the team itself is not going over in uh, one group. They're sort of going in dribs and drabs to a certain extent. We've seen some having a camp as well. It's a, it's a different way of doing things, isn't it? It is. It's the uh, it's the reality of of modern day cricket. Yep. I think they're saying that's uh, that's life for them at the moment. They flew. They had the uh, Australian Cricket Awards on Monday night, and then a bunch of them flew out uh, last night. Uh, but yeah, as you say, it's a little bit dribs and drabs, and preparation has been <laughs> frighteningly minimal. Mm. Uh, so we'll see how they go. I, I suppose the the nature of cricket has changed, boys, over the years. It used to be you'd spend all summer with your Shield side and mm. only go away to play with Australia. Now it's a year-round thing mm. with all three formats. So as the team itself, they'd know each other intimately already. Mm. So there's probably no bonding required about all going no, as no. a team, wearing the blazer, all getting on the plane, or, or back in the day, Andrew. Not your day, no, but boarding the ship <laughs> for England. Yes, oh, yeah, ship, yeah, indeed, yeah, you're dead right. Uh, that is uh, the way, and I suppose, Adam, the only thing that we can keep comfort from in relation to our preparation is I suppose India is going through much the same thing. I mean, they're playing a series of one-days and T20s at the moment. Yeah, but of course they've got the uh, the much sought after home ground advantage, which will be huge for them. Uh, we know that. But look, Steve Smith was talking about it yesterday at the airport at one of those little press conferences that you guys were discussing there. And yeah, he, he was just practical about it. He said, look, last time we went, we played one practice match. We got a green top anyway, so it was irrelevant. They bowled their quicks at us. Uh, we can at least control, we'll scuff up some pitches in Sydney um, bowl our spinners at us, you know, use the SG balls. Um, so, look, they're trying to uh, make the best of a, a challenging situation, I guess, when you, you skip from a big bash match to a, a test match in India. It, uh, it isn't ideal, but, yeah, they're, they're doing their best. And Andrew McDonald has talked a bit about making sure these guys are fresh at the back end of a, a long test series, which... Uh, I think David Warner's already talked about being a, a bit cooked at the end of a long summer. So even that's a challenge, you know. He he wants them to spend minimal time in India or as little as possible so that they are fresh for, you know, potentially a deciding fourth test with any luck. Adam, the last few times we've played India, our focus as far as spinners always been Ravi mm. Ashwin. But this time we've turned our attention to Ravi Jadeja. What mm. did we say yesterday, Andrew? I think he had 25 wickets from the four-test series back in 2017. Mm. He's been on the injured list. The BCCI know how important he is to India. They have one of their own physiotherapists 
with him at the Ranji Trophy, effectively living with him full time to make sure he's good for this series. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a smart ploy, isn't it? I mean, when you have the resources, use them. And especially for someone like Shadeja, who, yeah, we know he'll be um, influential. Did you guys see he took seven for in, in the yeah. Ranji Trophy, yeah. second innings there? And um, so it sounds like he's ready to go. And look, they've got him turning one one way against away, sorry, from the right-handers, and um, yeah, Asia turning it away from the left-handers. So, look, they'll be uh, they'll be ready to go, and they'll be a handful. I think uh, he takes greater importance too, as we were saying yesterday with Pant out. He gives them that real sort of muscle in the lower middle order, doesn't he? Mm. Uh, that Pant also gives them uh, batting and sick, but with uh, Pant uh, not going to play because of that horrific uh, uh, car injury accident, um, I think Jadeja becomes more important. I suppose, Adam, with no uh, lead-up game, we can't get a, a better idea on on the field performances about the possibility of Green and Stark and where mm-hmm. they sit for the first test. Do you think we're any closer to knowing whether either or both will be available? Yes, yeah, so it sounds like um, I don't think Stark's going to be available for that first test, but um, Green was seeing a surgeon on Monday where he was hoping he would be told that the bone was healed and he can start bowling. And, you know, his challenge now is getting the loads up um, so that his body is ready mm. to ready to bowl for that first test. He's still young, you know. He's at that two meter plus height where he's still probably growing a little bit, and um, we've seen the the injuries that these guys tend to suffer. So that's another thing to manage. It, it's a complicated one for for Green, but yeah, fingers crossed he'll be okay. I reckon he's pretty close um, to being to being included. Um, Stark, I think. They'll pretty much put a line through him until the second test. So if Cameron Green does play, we'll go in with uh, full bowlers on top of that. Is it going to be mm. at least two spinners, do you think, Adam? Yeah, if Green's fit and he's cleared to bowl, then, yeah, I, I don't see them not picking two spinners. I'd be very surprised, uh, despite the fact that you've got the the part-timers there. And uh, Nathan uh, Lyon has obviously won. Uh, do you think anyone has got ahead of the other in relation to the other three? Yeah, we've discussed this in the past, and it is a tricky one, but I like the fact that they stuck with Swepson for his selection. I mean, there was a lot of talk about Zampa, wasn't there? And mm. um, for one point there, it sounded as though he was going to sneak onto the tour, and if they were going to pick him for the tour, they'd probably pick him for the test. But look... I think Swepson bowled quite well in Sri Lanka. I think he struggled a bit in Pakistan on on the flatter decks and um, getting his rhythm in Test cricket. But I hope they back him for the first Test. I, I think he'll be. Um, I think he'll come good for for the first Test in India if they give him a chance at Nagpur. Adam, we've got the challenger in the Big Bash on Thursday night. There are going to be mm. four big names missing from the two teams. <laughs> yes. Steve Smith is one of them, and from the Sixers and the other. Three, the big names out from the Brisbane Heat, Usman Kawaja, Manus Labuschagne, Matt Renshaw. We were asked yesterday who would be the replacement players. Well, from the Heat, we believe, Andrew, it's Nathan McSweeney. Mm. Remember he got that 80-odd or 50-odd balls earlier in the in the campaign? Mm. Max Bryant and Sam Hazlitt. And it'll be Daniel Hughes, I think, coming yeah. in for Steve Smith. Is that right? What, is that what's similar to what you're hearing, Adam? Yeah, that's spot on, guys. So Hughes, what a great um, addition for... Yeah for the Sixers, just to slot him back in. Mind you, it's been about 12 months, I think, since he played a, a T20 match. But even so, he, he's a very um, experienced T20 cricketer. 
McSweeney, you mentioned the eighty odd. That was against the Sixers, so uh, that's a that's a plus, obviously for for the Heat um, in that sense. Uh, then uh, we've seen Hazlitt's played plenty of big bash cricket. McSweeney and Bryant haven't played any BBL finals cricket, but um, Bryant's obviously been in, in the side more often than he's been out in the past few seasons. So. Look, there's a, a little bit of experience coming back in. Um, nothing certainly to make up for, for the losses, though. They're, they're pretty devastating, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are indeed. And uh, even Renshaw, you'd tend to think uh, mm. mainly of uh, Labuschagne and Kowaja, but he's been uh, just improving. Well, he won a game out. with his own bat, didn't he, Andrew? That yeah. 90 not out. Yeah, and even mm. his sort of quick 20 the other day, yes. off eight or nine balls, he's really hitting the ball uh, quite beautifully. So uh, hard to see the Sixers being beaten at their home ground, do you think, uh, Adam? I do, yeah. I think um, they've, they've formed such a strong... T20 squad, T20 culture, even over the last few years there under Greg Shippard, and, and that yeah, we're, we're seeing sixes and um, and the Scorchers have been the, the two standout sides. Whoever wins though, they they've got their hands full because then they head over to Perth for Saturday night, and there's um, I, they're expecting fifty odd thousand. Really? I, I know they'd sold um, thirty five plus thousand tickets inside twenty four hours, so. The um, the Perth fans are going absolutely berserk for the Big Bash this year, and, and that'll be some atmosphere there on Saturday night. Mm. Well, they didn't have much of a crowd for the Test match against the mm. West Indies, but obviously the appetite for it now with their uh, their home team is is going to be the, through the roof. Adam, uh, we had the Cricket Australia Awards last Monday night. Any surprises mm. for you? Uh, my big surprise, guys, was uh, Adam Zampa missing out in the one-day mm. uh, Player of the Year. I thought he was very stiff. Um, and it, it, for me, it shows that those awards do skew towards batsmen. Um, you know, I think the top five on the AB medal list were all batters. Um, the top handful of one-day players of the year were batsmen, where you could argue that Zampa was the most influential player through the year. He took 30, odd, 30 wickets, I think, which was his best year, um, yeah, he, he got nominated for the ICC One Day Player of the Year and couldn't get a gig in in the top three Australian players. So, yeah, he was pretty unlucky. Um, or, yeah, simply uh, maybe they need to look at a different way to accrue those points through the years that, that uh, lean towards bowls a little more because I reckon it's, it's skewed a little towards batsmen. Well, when we talk to you next week, Adam, we're going to know who's won the big bash and we're going to be on the eve of this Test Series getting underway in India, plus the return of the Sheffield Shield season as well. Thanks for your time this morning, Adam. Chat next week. Good on you guys. Cheers.